Hello everybody! Welcome again to Hashtag Marketplace Influencer Tommy Shane ng Season 2, Episode 29 You know, um There are changes in the based on the latest announcements but for me even there even it remains the same or there are changes in the protocols for me let's just do our best to keep everyone safe I think that's the best thing that we can do well in any parts of the globe the cases are increasing are getting higher um, I guess the best thing we can do is to keep everyone safe by thinking of of others rather than ourselves you know um earlier i was i was surprised that the boston celtics won over denver nuggets especially denver nuggets all of a sudden became a contender because of the recent trade they got aaron gordon But I realize with the surprise victory from Boston Celtics, it reminds me something. You know, there's this course I took last year, 76 certification course on training the young athletes. Um, I just wonder at times why so many sports, especially sports, especially in American sports, how come they invest a lot on young people? Like for example, golfers. You know, you'll be amazed the world champions in golf are teenagers and these teenagers can compete with the professionals who are been playing for so many years maybe because they are capable of adopting new skills strategies in the way they play golf that's why they can beat them and you get to see this um, phenomena well not a phenomena but you get to see in all sports that how they emphasize or prioritize the young people you know like in nba for a while for a while in nba they allowed they they were able to allow that a high school player can go directly to nba this this led the way for kevin garnett Co- the late kobe bryant uh, lebron james high school players high school students going straight to nba Then they changed some of the rules and they call it the N1 season. When you say N1 season is uh, this, these players will play one year of college before joining NBA. They will just play one year of college. These are the likes of Jason Tatum, um, Derrick Rose, um, Zion Williamson. Just imagine in order for them to get to NBA they have to play one year of college they have to play one year of college basketball is it good is it bad well in terms of sports it's good because their development is fast just like I took that course on train the young athletes they develop very fast but it has a setback because they did not finish college If they came from high school, they went to NBA. Um, if they studied one one year in college, if they played one year in college, probably they just studied one year in college that they did not take seriously, and they went that they went straight to NBA. And especially recently, well, not just recently, because of this pandemic, I have started taking courses. I realized the value of education, not because it's something you need to show. 
I realized because of these courses, it expanded the discipline of my mind to be able to think, reflect, observe, think, reflect, observe things, and having a different angle of thing, uh, having a different eye on things right now. Being able to become more open-minded, more understanding, open-minded. I'm still learning, basically. But that's why, because of that 76 certification on Train the Young Athletes, this episode is called Prepare the Next. Prepare the Next. We have to prepare the next. And I realize it, it, in any organization right now, you will see the next. Uh, just like in our church community, they are preparing the young speakers. Um, based on studies by 2030, just imagine in nine years from now, 2030, the estimate of millennials working in the the estimate millennials work in the workplace is at 75%. That's by 2030. That's nine years away from now. Nine years away from now, 75% of the workplace is composed of millennials. But it's young. But at the same time, you get start to observe Gen Z. The thing is, you get to start to observe Gen Z. Even in NBA, you would see Gen Z there already. Zion Williamson, um, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum. There are Gen Zs in the NBA right now. Basically, it's not just Gen Y taking over, but there's also a Gen Z. Gen Y and Gen Z are two different animals, two different beings. It's hard to understand Within Gen Y, they are so diverse. Just imagine Gen Z is coming in. That's another diverse group also. But prepare the next. Prepare the next. Prepare the next. That's why I realized as a Gen Y, I cannot compete with Gen Z. I cannot compete with the Gen Z. As a Gen Y, I cannot compete with the Gen Z. But as a Gen Y, I should do my best to work with Gen Z. Prepare the next. That's why for this episode, the title is Prepare the Next. And our acronym, our outline is focused on the word next. Prepare the next. Letter N. Never underestimate their potential. You know, um, recently I welcomed someone in my small group. He's the, he's the, the youth chairman in their area in in southern Luzon here in the Philippines here in the Philippines it has three places Luzon besides Mindanao we're talking about Luzon I'm I'm in Luzon I'm in Metro Manila but somewhere in southern Luzon someone joined my small group he's been joining our virtual meetings Um, he's only probably 21 years old or probably turning 22 years old but I'm 38, he's 21 or 22. The, the reason why I welcome him is because prepare the next. Maybe because as I was taking those course, you have to prepare the next. And as a Gen Y, and a partly Gen X, because in some studies, I'm the youngest Gen X, but in some studies, I'm the oldest Gen Y. That's why I'm a crossbreed between X and Y. Maybe I have the best of both worlds. Um... A part of me is a Gen Y that is 
quick to decide to resign, especially in my banking career, in the decade of banking career. I work for I work for four different banks. Just imagine in the span of a decade, I work for four different banks. But I'm also a Gen X because in my current involvement in Workplace of Winners, I'm almost 10 years with them. Just imagine in in my banking career, I was a Gen Y. In a decade, I transferred, I worked for four different companies. I, I moved, I worked for four different banks. But when I was in Workplace of Winners, I functioned like a Gen X because I lasted almost a decade now. So I'm the best of both worlds. But going back, this is something I realized. Because a part of me is Gen X, I cannot compete with Gen Y. And because I'm also a Gen Y, I cannot compete with Gen Z. Because the reality is this. The next generation will always have the tendency to be better than you. Because of their accessibility to learnings, their accessibility to info and knowledge, they are likely more savvy, more skilled, and probably in some skills in the workplace, probably they will do better than you. That's why for me, as a part Gen X, I cannot compete with Gen Y. As a Gen Y, I cannot compete with Gen Z. That's why letter ends never underestimate their potential. Rather than competing with them, work with them. You know, I like the, the earlier I was listening to this course on leadership. Don't compete but be unique. Don't compete, but be unique. Don't compete, but be unique. And at least as I was trying to incorporate that with me, I cannot compete with Gen Z or Gen Y. I cannot compete with the younger Gen Y. I cannot compete with Gen Z, but I have to work with them. I cannot compete with them, but I can be unique. What, what do you mean by unique? Maybe if there's something I can stand out compared to them is this. It's being uniquely, being unique. How do I become unique? How do you become unique? Character. Character is so important. I realize much of the distrust is because of the lack of character of the people that you're working with. Especially in this day and age, there are a lot of scammers, people pretending to be you. People will use your picture, your identity to pretend to be you so that they can scam people of money. That's why characters is important. What are characters that you can develop? One for me is integrity. That's why my biggest challenge to myself is this. That's why I challenge you the same thing also. Are we the same person at home? at work or school or wherever we are are we the same people are we, are we the same person that people see at home at work or school or and in in other social civic involvements or church are you the same person you know I integrity is so important that's why character never underestimate the potential of the young people you cannot compete with them but we have to work with them but if there's something you rather than competing with them we become unique by the kind of character that we have that's why I was 
thinking what are the three important character or values three important character or values that that uh, core values that that I will focus on one is integrity one is collaboration collaboration is important for me I realize I accomplish more through collaboration just like for this upcoming website job search website it's because of collaboration because of collaboration there's also a media partner thank you light tv for that and last is excellence and i realize you cannot be perfect it's hard to be perfect but excellence is i should give i should give my best we should give our best because the people because people will benefit from it just imagine if everyone gives their best all of us will benefit from it just imagine if all of us give our best i tell you all of us will benefit from it because the effort we put on on our work can benefit people and just imagine if all of us are just doing excellence it can benefit everyone that's why never underestimate their potential that's why if i get to see gen y and gen z who are younger than me i I, I have accept the reality that they are better than me but rather than competing with them I do my best to become unique to be a good example to them in terms of character and values it can be integrity collaboration and excellence that's why I would rather work with them that's why I encourage this leader from the southern Luzon this leader he's only 21 22 I encourage him to be the best leader that he can be. Maybe he has the potential of running for higher office. I was telling him and praying for him. I'm, I'm praying for him and I'm encouraging him. Pray for the opportunity to run for higher office. If the creator finds him faithful, I think he is qualified. I think he has a, higher, he has a great chance of, of ranking up or winning a higher position later on so never underestimate them work with them never underestimate them never underestimate the potential work with them collaborate with them be a model to them don't see them as a competitor they may be better than us in terms of skills but rather focus on how we can be a model to them in terms of values and character Let's focus on that. Second, encourage and empower them. Encourage and empower them. I realize the reason why there is an unhealthy competition with the young people is this. Because they feel like they feel like we are the enemies. And I realize rather than becoming their enemies, let's be a friend to them by encouraging them and empowering them. Going back, with the skills that they are developing right now, they will always be better than us. But we can always be a better model than them in terms of character and values. That's why we choose to encourage them and empower them. Because if we don't encourage them or empower them, they see us, they see us as their enemies. They see us as a threat. They see us as an enemy. They will not talk to us. But if we are the people who are a model to them in terms of values and character, we encourage them, we empower them, 
going back, we have to accept the fact, we have to accept the fact that they are better than us. Once we accept the fact that they are better than us, then our focus is to encourage them and to empower them. Because the more we encourage them and empower them, the more it strengthens the relationship. Rather than competition, it's cooperation, collaboration, developing it. Encourage them and empower them. That's the second word, letter E. That's that's letter E. Never underestimate their potential. Be a model to them. Encourage and empower them because it's better to have relationship with them than becoming their enemies or competitors. Letter X. Excite them with their possibilities. Excite them with their possibilities. The reason why I like the illustration in NBA. Well, I before I go to the NBA, I remember this one boss I have. Uh, when I was having a TV project a year ago, I interviewed my former boss. I remember when I came to that company, I was a management trainee. He was a great boss. What do I mean? People find it at ease to be to perform well because he is a motivator. You know, I remember him as a boss because he was not the person who is so all-knowing, but he was humble enough to learn the job and same time he motivates people. He really takes time to motivate people. And and when I interviewed him, how come he is like that, motivating people? And his answer was this. He wants to excite them of their potential of becoming executives, future executives. You know, after the TV interview, he said, I have another meeting. I'm meeting my former staff who is now a, a unit a department head of another bank and and he wants to excite that person of the potential of the potential that he can have also excite them with their possibilities excite them as i remember that boss i realize he may be a successful executive he later on became a president of a of a foreign bank but it is in his heart's desire to excite his people of their possibility of becoming executives. And that is his heart's desire, to bring out the best from these people also. The reason why I put that in excite. Think about it. There's a wrong spelling here. The excite here is letter X. I removed the letter E because just imagine you're using the word next and the next point is X. It's hard to look for a word. So the X is excite them with their possibilities. The reason I remember to excite them of their possibilities is this. Um, just like my favorite team, Boston Celtics. Of course, it's quite frustrating to see them losing. Just imagine last season, they were in the conference finals for the third time in four seasons. They almost went to the finals to go against LA Lakers. It was almost a bust. It was almost a revival of Lakers versus Celtics. It was almost a revival. It was almost a revival because Celtics was ahead by almost 20 points in game one, almost 20 points in game two, but they lost both of those games. Just imagine if they did not lose on those both of those games probably Celtics went to the finals and it's probably a revival of the 
rivalry between Lakers and Celtics. But just imagine, this is a solid team. When I was following it all season long, it's quite frustrating. Just imagine, uh, they're winning, then they're losing. Then there were some days, there were some days, some weeks, they have fallen below 500 mark. What do I mean below 500 mark? It means that they have more losses than wins. And it was the endless cycle. And you know, there are, there are a lot of criticisms. There are a lot of people, get, their fans are getting frustrated with them. Especially, they're expecting a lot from this team to win. But they're losing also. After winning, they start losing again. But, you know, uh, it's a good thing they won earlier. They, now, they are now on a three-game winning streak. I hope they extend on that. They made a trade recently. They got Evan Fournier, who's also under protocol again. But I hope he comes back, especially they need his his contribution for them to win. But excite them of their possibilities. Why I think of them? Because it's so hard. If I'm trying to become the boss, uh, Danny Angel, Boston Celtics, it was so hard. As much as he wants to get someone, a great player, to come to his team, the, the only thing that he can offer that time is is young players, young unproven players. Just imagine the only thing that he can give up are young and unproven players. Young and unproven. But going back, we do not know. The reason why he has a hard time letting go of some players is because of their potential. Excite them of their possibilities. Excite them with their possibilities because he saw that they have potential. But it may take a, a season a, a season or two or um, a little bit more for them to shine. You know, just amazing is because uh, Robert Williams Robert Williams finally emerges to be a good a great a good center on this is now his third season, but it took him three seasons for him to shine, for him to blossom. It took him three seasons for him to blossom. The reason that they are willing to trade away with Daniel Tays is because Robert Williams III, Time Lord, they call him Time Lord, is about to emerge to be a good center for them. It took three seasons for him to emerge. And think about it, even their stars, Jalen Brown, during his, during his rookie season, he struggled. But he improved on the second season. Uh, he became stagnant in the third season until he kept on improving. In the last two seasons, he has improved a lot in the last two seasons. Same with Jason Tatum. He blossomed on his third season. He blossomed last season on his third season, which is last season. And he has blossomed further this season. He just scored his career high of 53 points recently also but I realize excite them with their possibilities it's because there are times it will take time for them to blossom of course of course in any organization not just basketball in any organization as much as possible you want to go for the experienced ones you want to focus on the experienced employees the experienced leaders but their price tag is too high you there are times organizations want 
organizations want to get them but their price tag the salary that they're requesting is too high and it's impossible to get them but there are times you just have to be patient with the young ones especially of course um, the young ones may take time just like time lord it took him three years to get it going Jalen Brown blossom on his fourth season uh, Jason Tatum blossom on his third season it will take time maybe they are still maybe there's a reason why no one wants to get their young pieces maybe Peyton Pritchard will blossom next season or two uh, Aaron Nesmith will blossom in the seasons to come but excite them excite them with their possibilities because it will take time that's why I like what Derrick Rose did when Derrick Rose was traded to the New York Knicks a few months ago when Derrick Rose was traded to the New York Knicks a few months ago the first thing he did was his, he gave his number to the rookies he gave his number to Emmanuel Quigley and Obi Toppin the reason why he gave his number to them is because he wants to spend time with them he was offering let's have dinner together let's chat let's have dinner together let's chat he wants to encourage them basically his role is to encourage the rookies excite them with their possibilities of course it will take time there are times it will take time but we just have to patient we have to be patient with them and it reminds me looking back in my career looking back in this past decade Looking back in my career, people were patient with me. I realized people were patient with me. In this past decade, people were patient with me. Because people were patient with me, it helped me become a leader also. It takes time. In my case, it took me a decade to get things going. It takes a decade for me to get things going. That's why people were patient with me. If people were patient with me, I should be patient with others. Going back, try to reflect with your life. Were there people who are patient with you? Were there people who, are, who showed patience on you for you to blossom? If you if looking back if you remember those people who were patient with you for you to blossom why don't you do the same thing to the young ones also excite them with their possibilities we have to be patient with them and last letter T teach them what they need to know teach them what they need to know Going back, teach them what they need to know. Don't teach them something that the internet has already taught them. Because in this day and age, because of information technology, because of internet, because of Wi-Fi, because of, because of all these things, just imagine that the, the Britannica, the Encyclopedia, the Encyclopedia Britannica, you don't see them anymore. Because instead of going to the books, you can search them in the net. Just imagine everything is searchable in the net right now. The info that you need right now can be searched in the net. That's why for this last point, teach them what they need to know. How do, what do you need to teach them? Going back, 
just like just like uh, this discussion never underestimate their potential be a model to them encourage and empower them because that's how you build good relationship with them don't become their enemy because you might regret that don't become their enemy or else you might you might regret that eventually excite them with their possibilities excite them with their possibilities that's part of building relationship teach them what they need to know going back what you need to teach them your life lessons your life lessons going back when this pandemic has taught us a lot of things if you try to think about it this pandemic has taught us a lot of things what are the things that the pandemic taught us to become simple to become simple because just imagine for the first time in our lives things are got simpler not complicated uh, what this pandemic has taught us this pandemic has taught us to become grateful you know I've learned to become more grateful right now you know people are not grateful the people the reason why people complain a lot is because they are not grateful be grateful of what you have I'm grateful that I have coffee today I'm grateful that I'm taking courses today I'm grateful I have the opportunity to do podcast today be grateful what are the things that you can teach right now perseverance excellence there are a lot of things that we can teach be productive that's something we can teach teach something that the internet cannot give teach something that the internet cannot give if building relationship is something that you can teach others then build relationship so that you can teach it to others this pandemic has given us the opportunity for us to learn something that we can teach others this reality that we're in is no one is exempted right now the only people who are exempted from this pandemic are those who are already dead but to us who are alive right now this situation teaches us something that's why it's a matter of response not reaction as a matter of response what can we learn from this because what we learn from this is what we can teach others also that's why prepare the next prepare the next prepare the next never underestimate their potential encourage and empower them excite them with their possibilities teach them what they need to know because millennials or gen z gen y or gen z millennials or zillennials it's not worth it to compete with them it's not worth it but it's worth it to have a real to have good relationship with them that's our episode for today thank you for joining me going back it's an ever-changing environment that we're in by 2030 75 percent are millennials but i won't be surprised if there's a large chunk of gen z already in the workplace let's be let's build good relationship with them let's be a model let's teach them something that the internet that the internet cannot teach them let's build our character let's learn let's grow as a person so that we have something to teach let's be collaborators not competitors let's be unique and let's not aim to compete so thank you for joining me this is Tommy Shane now 
This is Hashtag Marketplace Influencer Season 2 Episode 29. Thank you for joining me. I hope this helps. Hope to hear from you. God bless.